From Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Welcome to the final Players Lounge of 2020. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Dallas Cowboys players Barry Church and Danny McRae. All right, gentlemen, it's New Year's Eve. Um, what, what are you looking forward to as this, we end this 2020? Hey, I'm just looking forward to getting into 2021. I mean, look, 2020 has been a it's been a roller coaster of a ride. I mean, ups and downs, pandemics. We've lost too many people far too early. So for me, I'm just looking forward to getting into 2021 as fast as I can. I might be asleep by 9 p.m. tonight. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I'm looking forward to something new. I, I, I'm a little cautious of reaching into 2021 just because the, the first half of the year is, is supposed to be, you know, even worse than, than what it is now as far as COVID and all that good stuff. So I, 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 I'm a little cautious, but listen, it, it can't be worse. Please, it can't be worse. So I'm just looking for something better than we had in 2020. With you 100% here. I, I just can't believe what 2020 did to this Dallas Cowboys team. Um, I, I think I was at 11-5. and five. When I picked for this yeah. team this year, and you, I could have never imagined seeing this many injuries. And, and I go back to, you know, my first year uh, getting to cover the Cowboys um, when they were Super Bowl twenty-seven champions, and were training down in, in Austin. And you know, I'd never seen anything with this organization where this many injuries to so many key players have have, have happened. This is just—it's it, been a wrecked season. And here are the Cowboys with an opportunity. To win the NFC East at seven and nine with a whole lot of help that they will need. So, um, hey, hey, real quick, real quick, Nui, real quick, real yeah. quick for the, for the fans out there, real quick. Uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, if if you don't mind, who who predicted the uh, the seven and nine and, and playoffs? Nobody. I don't know who it could be. I don't know who it could be, but if if you don't mind, just telling the fans out there who no, predicted that. Nobody. I, I, it, it just lost my. Let it me, lost my my mind okay. for a second. Okay, I don't okay. Know. Hold, hold, hold on. Let me go on back here because I got I've got our redo. We did a redo. So let yeah, me go yeah, the, find the last redo, redo, by the way. The, the last one. With the re- <laughs> redo. The, the redo. I ain't talking about the redo you did after you felt comfortable. Come on up in there. Um, like, I'm, I'm looking for it right. Now. Uh, I'm looking for it right there. Six and ten and win a division. That, that, that was the bet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, the one that locked you in. That's that's it. That's it. Thank you, Danny. What's the one that locked you into the whole <laughs> whole Nick and Sam's debate deal? Deal. It was well, six yeah. and ten. Six and ten. And then what was the last part of that? Six and ten and what? Win the division. Win the division. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. I just making sure. It I just making sure I had predicted that weeks ago, uh, just to make sure. Hey, Barry. That's all. Ba- that's Barry, it. it's it, it's the, you still feeling that way in twenty twenty. Right? It, it might it might <laughs> it might lead you over into that same type of stuff in twenty twenty one. So be careful. All right, be careful. You, you know, you know what yes, this year has yes. done to done to everyone on this show's emotions. Okay. All right, so be be careful with with, with feeling so so high and mighty about that uh, hey. about that prediction. Thank, thank you hey, very man. much. Thank you very much because uh, here we are, November sixth. Okay, it was November sixth when we did the readjust. DMAC four and twelve, Church six and ten, Nui. Two and fourteen. Then I went three and fourteen. Mm. So that, that's where we were mm. on the redo. <laughs> so, so the, the, there yeah. we go, church. I don't know about this whole seventy nine thing, but there, there you are. So, 
Hey, you know, I, 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 I made my bed. I got to lay in it. You know, weeks ago, it looked like a grave. Now it's looking like a sleep number. So, hey, you know, I, I just got to lay in what I predict, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, so anyway, I just, I, you know, I'm just, just, hey, look, man, I'm, you know, I'm feeling good today. So I'm not going to sit up here and, and uh, it, it beat you down on it. Beat you down on it. I now, appreciate you know? that. I appreciate that, you know. Thank you very much for that, new. I was a little disappointed. LeBron James and Tiger Woods didn't call me last night. Uh, wish me birthday. You know, I was born on this day before them young fellas came here, and they can't get no respect for the for the older guy here. But you know, uh, but, but yeah, mm. it was a uh, yeah. I, I didn't expect a gift from you guys either. Yeah, I didn't. But it's okay. Hello, wait, no, wait, hello, wait, no. did, did, did you did you say it was your birthday yesterday? No, I didn't. I didn't. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. There was no. Yeah, there was none of that. Goodness. No, I didn't. No, no, I, I was. But happy belated birthday, by the way. Yes, happy belated birthday, bro. You just you just gonna do all that birthday talk yesterday and not say a <laughs> word about it being your birthday. What you turn thirty two, Nui? I remember when I did. Hey, you look good, brother. I you look good, brother. You know, you, you um, I, I will, see, see, here's what happens. <laughs> Boy, I used to be the king up there. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Hey, man. <laughs> I won't lie, baby. I won't lie. Oh, <laughs> boy, man. The boy Clarence Hill. It was, it was, you know, we used to have a little crew now back in the day. I won't name some of the players, but, you know, we used to have a little crew up there back in the day. So. I can believe it, man. I can Listen, I, t- I, I told you, I told you me and Barry saw, we used to see Clarence and somebody else. Yeah. Uh, we saw Jock. It was Clarence and Jock. All the time. All the time. The head on, you always the door on. <laughs> As I say, if you wanted to get to know the players back in the day, <laughs> that was, those were the great ways to get to know the player. That's where trust was built. <laughs> oh, That's where brothers bonded. <laughs> I think we met him. Oh. I think we met. We saw him the same day we saw uh, Cuban Gooding Jr. out there. D Mac. Oh, the same man. day. <laughs> man, that Cuban Gooding Jr. Bro, I don't know. Was, that, that's why it's not surprising that he go out through what he going through. Man, he, he, <laughs> just the first impression <laughs> says it all. Rod Tidwell. You mean Rod Tidwell? Oh yeah, Rod Tidwell. Ra- radio. Well, you know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're getting off mm, the rails mm. here, man. We're so we're so inside. We're, we're way too inside football right now. Um, yeah, this we, is we, true. We, we, we brought something up yesterday, so let me get back to it uh, about the defense. Who and, and where do we give credit credit for the defensive turnaround? Uh, I've got an opinion on it, but I'll start with you, Church, on this. Uh, for me, look, I, I can't put it on one specific player because, you know, inside the 20s, from the 20 to the 20, they're still getting destroyed. I mean, teams are doing whatever, whatever they want inside the 20s to this Dallas Cowboys team. So I can't point at one specific player or give credit to Mike Nolan and all like that. But to me, I think what changed, what turned this defense around was their red zone defense, especially these last three games. I mean, the, during the regular season, they were giving up over 60%. Um, touchdown uh, percentages to the teams going in, into their red zone. The last three games, that went all the way down to 33.3%. So they almost cut that thing all the way in half. And I think that has a lot to do 
um, with, with, with the defense they're playing in the red zone. They're being stingy. They're playing this bend but don't break type style, and it's working for them. I mean, teams are driving the ball, putting up monster yards, but they're not putting points together with that. I mean, they're settling for field goals instead of touchdowns. And when you copulate that with taking the ball away from the uh, opposing teams, I think you got a winning formula there. So for me, the biggest difference in this defense from the first, uh, what, 11 games to now has to be their red zone defense. They improved massively, and it's showing in their record. Yeah, Church, I, I, I agree with you on the improvements, and, and I, I'm going to go here. I, I have two, two I, I would say, people who I think are responsible for the improvements on this defense. Number one is whoever decided to, uh, to start uh, firing guys and getting down Terry Poe out of here and Warley and, and, and lighting the fire under the rest of the team, letting them know that they still mean business no matter what the record is. And you've seen the different type of hustle and effort ever since then. So I'm, whoever made that decision, you did an amazing job. And then to whoever is up there, you know, dangling these strings against for our opponents and putting us against the uh, these the, the Jalen Hurts <laughs> and they put us against San Francisco and they and they lose the top two running back. Whoever is doing that, I they are responsible for it, right? But in all seriousness, like you said, Church, they they are they have been able to stop giving up as many big plays as they had as they had been giving for touchdowns and making teams have to complete nine and ten play drives and making them make those mistakes. And as long as they keep continuing to do that, then they have a chance to win games. But when you're giving up 60 and 70-yard bombs for touchdowns and not making the offense have to work and the offensive coordinator have to put together methodical drives, then, you know, that's a recipe uh, for disaster. I'll go with turnovers and the schedule maker. And that, that, that's, so much of that has been, as, as you talked about there, DMAT. The schedule played in their favor. You get Brandon Allen for Cincinnati. You get Nick Mullins, who got benched, you know, the next game because he played so bad. And, and then you get a rookie in Jalen Hurts. And, and I know some Cowboys fans are, oh, you're just being negative here. But, you know, they, they've beaten bad teams. And that's what you're supposed to do. You know, beat bad teams. And, yes, their defense, is, in some ways, I feel like Mike Nolan finally started, you know, playing the defense that, you know, suits and, and, you know, fits these guys and who he has here. But they, they have played some bad teams. And they get to play another bad team this weekend. I mean, the Giants are a bad football club. Uh, Jason Garrett's offense doesn't score points. They lost Saquon Barkley. And when you lost Saquon Barkley, I mean, that you basically lost the team because Daniel Jones is not a quarterback that's going to go out here and win you some football games. So, um, that, How many points they scored yourself? The look at. Huh? No, they put How many points they, they scored? Okay. They put up third. Right, just... yeah, yeah. And, and okay, um, I'll say this. I don't think that football team is, you know, I think they were playing better then than they are now. This football team has been struggling here, especially with Daniel Jones being injured. So it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a rough month for this team. And, and they've just. Let, let, let's clear. Let, let's clear up the, the 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 bad team thing, right? Because you do it. Sometimes it does sound like you're being negative. We're not. We continue to say that it's hard to win games in the NFL, no matter who you're playing, right? Take a look at uh, Los Angeles Rams losing to the Jets. <laughs> Take a look at the Cleveland Browns losing to the Jets. Like you can go out there and get beat, no matter who you're playing, because everybody in the NFL is getting paid, and they have the ability to beat you as long as they don't end up beating themselves, making mistakes. So you still have to go out there, strap up the uh, shoulder pad and the helmet, and go out there and beat these teams. So it's still all credit to the Cowboys for beating the people that are out there in front of them. We're just saying that 
you know, they, they were of lesser talent and they did what they're supposed to do, especially from the expectations that we had uh, for them from the uh, beginning of the year. Well, and, and once again, let me go back to the schedule. Now, and this is not being negative. This is just the, the you know, this is just the absolute truth. All right, look at the schedule maker for a while when you had to sit up here and face, you know, you, you had the Steelers. You know, so you had the Eagles. I mean, think about it. You, had, you face, face the Eagles with your four-string quarterback. You go Eagles, then you go Pittsburgh. Though they played well with your man uh, Double G. Um, yes. You know, Minnesota. They ended up ended up winning that game. But the schedule, you know, the schedule here was, you know, it was you faced some tougher teams here, and and it got you. Um, I know a lot of people thought that that Cleveland would be an easy win this year, but you know, you look at that schedule. Hey, when you hit the Seattle Seahawks, you hit Cleveland, and then next thing you know, with the Giant game, which the Cowboys won, and then you had Arizona. You know, that's a stretch of games right there with those teams. And, and you look at it, you know, Seattle's in the playoffs, Cleveland's in the playoffs, the Giants won't be. Well, actually, the Giants have a shot to be in the playoffs. They got a shot. Cowboys, if they don't beat them, and the Washington loses, the Giants are going to win the division. And then you got Arizona, who's got a shot. And then you got you know, Washington, the game after that. So. You're sitting here. The schedule does. You know, you get some tough. You get some tough stretches. You get some easy stretches here, but that has played a part into it. And and for me, I'll tell you, my end game on talking about the schedule is I hope that Jerry and Stephen Jones factor that into how this season ends and why they need to make a change in the defensive coordinator position. Okay. Now you win seven, you know you go seven and nine, win four in a row here. I don't want them to to think that okay, but Mike Nolan's got to figure it out. This guy's good. I don't think Mike Nolan's good. I think they no, need to go I, in a different direction here. No, and, yeah, and without a doubt. That, okay, you you beat some teams and cut us a fool's gold here. So that's 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 my thing on that church. Go ahead. Yeah, w- without a doubt, they can't sit here and say, you know, hey, we, we went on a little stretch. We got, you know, 10 or 11 takeaways these past three games. Maybe they figured out Mike Nolan's defense and maybe we got our guy. I hope and I pray that they don't they don't find that as reality. As we see when I talked about in between the 20s, I think I think the Philadelphia Eagles went over 400 yards of total offense. I mean, if they would have stuck to the run, we wouldn't be having this. I wouldn't be having this conversation right now and I wouldn't be sipping on Kool-Aid right now because we would have probably lost that game. So for me, I just hope that they don't realize that or they do realize that Mike Nolan's defense is not the answer to us right now. We, we can't go up there and give up 400 yards and just pray that we take the ball away from a team and, and expect a, to be a successful defense or a successful team going forward. We have got to make sure our defense overall is a lot better next year than it is this year, and I think um, getting rid of Mike Nolan would help that defense's cause. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And, and the Cowboys um, are going to get a couple of good things out of this season. You're going to be able to see some younger players. You know, having Terrence still on your team next year is, is, is going to be a good thing. Uh, having Brandon Knight on your team is going to be a good thing. Uh, Connor McGovern, um, you know, th- there's, th- that's a good thing. Uh, I think that they really need to take a look. I've talked about it before. With the way Connor McGovern has played, I think Connor could be a starting guard for you. Why not start Connor McGovern at left, ha- at left guard and then t- think about putting Connor Williams, your current left guard, I mean, your, you know, your current guard, maybe you make him the swing tackle. I mean, they've started, to me, playing some of these younger guys, especially on offense, I think they're going to have options. Uh, Dalton Schultz now comes back. And, you know, here's a great thing. Do we pencil Blake Jarwin in as the guy, or, or is this more of a competition? Or do you run some two tight end mm. sets? I mean, I think there's some really th- good things that you're getting out of what the Cowboys are doing here at the end. You're seeing some stuff happen, and maybe they can keep the turnovers uh, going in the next year, and, and, and the next coordinator can fix some things here. Add some more defensive line help, and you're going to get a Tristan Hill back here. I think they got to add one or two more guys on that at the defensive tackle spot here. So there's some positives to it, but I just don't want the Cowboys 
management to get to full and say, hey, look, hey, you know, look at how we won these games. You know, we won four in a row, but you know, who were you beating along the way? I think you have to factor that in. You gotta be able to look at the glass and say it's half empty as much as you wanna say that it's half full. It's that delicate balance that you gotta have as you're looking at your football team. But I give Mike McCarthy credit. This is why I wanna show, I, I, I didn't say it, I wanna show, I give, give Mike McCarthy credit for making sure the guys didn't just decide to go mail it in and quit. Um, that 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 to me says a whole lot about him as a head coach. And I'll, I'll let me give Jason Garrett credit. Um, I remember when they were three and five a couple of years ago, and, and I thought, man, this this guy's lost his team. And you know they ended up turning around and and, and had a fantastic year, made playoffs. Um, I think that says something about being able to lead is, is to keep guys um, involved in in in, in uh, when it looks like it's going downhill. So. Uh, let's take a break. We still have our predictions to do. It's our last show, Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com, uh, show of the year. We're going to take Friday off. Um, it's New Year's Day. I'm going to go out to the Rose Bowl over there at AT&T Stadium and check out Nick Saban and his greatness and see, uh, see him whoop up on Notre Dame. Um, so we'll, we'll have our predictions here. And what do the Cowboys need to do? against this Giants offense and defense. Let's dive into those matchups as well. Nui Scruggsberry, Church, Danny McCray right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. To the Players' Lounge. AT&T continues to innovate new ways to connect Cowboys Nation with new and exciting game day experiences, including Starview, presented by AT&T 5G, available in stadium and for home use. Download the Dallas Cowboys mobile app and look for Starview under the stadium tab. Speaking of AT&T Stadium, they held the Cotton Bowl last night. Florida got whooped upon by Oklahoma, and tomorrow... 
AT&T Stadium will host the Rose Bowl game, moved out of Pasadena, California for COVID reasons. So it is going to be Alabama against Notre Dame. And uh, I remember the last time Notre Dame came up here to AT&T Stadium, it was against Clemson in the uh, college football playoff, and Trevor Lawrence and company dusted them up. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, and by the way, Listen. shame on you Florida fans getting on these kids who opted out. Talk about they needed to show loyalty to the school. Yeah, that, was, that, was that was jacked Stop up. That was jacked up. If those Jack. players would have got hurt, if those players would have got hurt and, and lost millions in draft stock, I mean, it, people would have just looked the other direction like, ah, man, tough for that kid, man. Tough break. Like, man, they, they did the right thing by opting out. Listen, and, and, and listen, what is my man from Notre Dame talking about? Talking about they got nothing to prove. They've been getting smacked up in bowl games since I was in college, right? So I, I don't know what he's talking about. They don't have nothing. Yes, they need to come in and show that they deserve to be voted into these championship tournaments. Because if they not, and they go ahead and get embarrassed again, who cares what they do in the regular season? Because we know exactly what's going to happen to them once they get in the tournament. And I'm tired of these Big 12 schools beating the SEC school in the bowl game and all of a sudden talking about they back and all this other crazy stuff and then I saw my man Derek going there talking about the SEC only play this and blah 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 and I was like hey come on man look I remember when there was I think it was a stretch of like five or six years where four to five different SEC teams had won the national championship. And you're talking about Auburn. You're talking about Florida. You're talking about LSU. You're talking about Alabama. This was all back-to-back. So, listen, I, I don't want to hear anything about it being top-heavy, not competitive. We have the most draft picks in there. So, now, nah, I don't want to hear nothing about the Big 12. Two of y'all schools left y'all so they can come join ours, and now y'all t- expecting us to claim them. Now, nah, they still y'all's. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm with you on the Big 12. It's it's it's, um, it's interesting. And look, people people get mad when you say it, but it's been it's true. You have found these Big 12 teams who come play these SEC games, and bowl games are all about want to. You got these SEC teams like when Georgia went and played play Texas in the Sugar Bowl. Georgia thought they should have been in Notre Dame spot in the Cotton Bowl against Clemson. Them dudes weren't ready to play. I remember one time in Utah, and then also Oklahoma tore up Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Alabama had been playing for the national championships. They, they ended up losing in the SEC championship game. You know what? They went out to the Sugar Bowl, and they gave a half-blank half effort, and guess what? Oklahoma and Utah were there to go win and whoop up on them, and they got whooped up on Florida was without guys, and, you know, all right, they played like they didn't have those guys. I mean, those guys who, who, who decided to skip out, no, don't blame them. Um, you know, these are difference makers. But come on now, to, to act like all of a sudden the Big 12 is some better league or something like that, no. And I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Big 12 fan, but I'm a realist, okay? I'm a realist. The Big 12 office is right down the street. No plenty of people to work over there. It, 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 it ain't the same, okay? It's, it's, two different, it's two different leagues, two different brands of football, and, you know, enjoy enjoy your dub. You know, enjoy your dub. But I am yeah, looking forward it. tomorrow to watching to watching Alabama play. Notre Dame is going to end up being like Michigan State and being like Oklahoma. It seems like every year there's one team that's in it and shouldn't belong. Because guess what? There's not. We rarely ever have four outstanding teams. You can get three. Usually it's just two. <laughs> I, just, I, I expect a boat race for, no, for, for you know by, by Alabama tomorrow. All right, Giants, Cowboys at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Both teams need to win if they want to become NFC East champs. So the winner then has to wait on the Washington-Philadelphia NBC Sunday night game to see if they win. Because if Philadelphia ends up beating Washington, 
then whoever wins the Cowboys-Giants game, they would be the NFC East champ. So from a defensive standpoint, so we're talking about the defense here, McCray, what do you think is the key to a Cowboy win? Listen, we all know what Jason Garrett wants to do. He wants to run the rock, all right? So if you don't plan on getting there, getting in there, stopping the run, minimizing those, those gains to, to, to three, 3.3 yards and not giving up those big chunks, then you don't have a chance at winning. You need to strap up your pads, strap up your helmet, and get ready to go in there, take on blocks, take on pulling guards, and make some tackles. Because if you don't stop the run, we lose. If you force Daniel Jones to go out there and make plays with his arm and, and, and throw the ball from the pocket, then you got a great chance at winning so stop the run I know we haven't been able to do it all season but this is that one game where you just have to put everything on the line and, and, and change the way that you played played all season and, and, and try to get to the playoffs by stopping the run and making Daniel Jones try to beat you with his arm yeah like McCray said Jason Garrett he lives and dies by the run and play action I mean that those are his that is that's his go-to I mean he loves to set up the play action by running the ball and now look, they got Wayne Ga- Wayne Gallman, I think his last name is Wayne Gallman mm-hmm. there. Wayne Gallman. They got a, they get they got Alfred Morris. Those two, I mean, they, they've been playing they've been playing all right these past couple games. But we have got to stop those two guys if we want any opportunity to go ahead and get after Colt McCoy or get after Daniel Jones, whoever's back there. We have got to stop those two from ter- from uh, running the ball down our throats. If we're able to do that, and we force Daniel Jones or Colt McCoy, whoever's playing in there, and we force them to try to beat us with their arm, we have an amazing chance of winning because we can get pressure with just four defensive linemen leaving the rest of those guys out there in coverage and it gives us an opportunity to take the ball away from a Daniel Jones or a Colt McCoy so we have got to stop the run and we know they're going to feature Evan Ingram he is their tight end but he's basically their number one receiving option he's a pro bowl tight end so look if we go out there and we neutralize him and we stop this run, that'll give us our, our defensive line the ability to pin their ears back and get after these quarterbacks. And we all know Daniel Jones is a turnover waiting to happen. So if we stop that run, kind of slow down Evan Ingram over there, we should be able to pin our ears back and get after this team. Look, I'm not worried about the New York Giants. I'm not worried about them at all. I know JG comes in here wow. and he got, a little, he, got, he got some wrinkles that he, he'll develop in there. And his first 15 play script, it might be amazing. It might be amazing because it usually is. But after that... I see it going all downhill. Cowboys wow. going to win this one. It comes down to Dude. Washington and Philly, and that's what it Dude. is. Put, put it in Dude. the air. There you go. Put it out in the atmosphere, church. Put it man, out in the that's atmosphere. That's what it is. It is You don't believe is. it, but put it out there in the atmosphere, man. It convince yourself. It is. Convince, convince yourself, man. Affirmation. I like it. I like the way that you're going into 2021, man. <laughs> you got to have it. You gotta got to speak positivity it's, it's, into the situation. Out there saying it with his chest, dude. Saying it with his chest. I'm not. Wor- I'm not worried about the Giants. Okay. Not worried. Okay. Not worried. I don't okay. care if it's cold, okay. raining. I, I ain't worried. So if this is Kellen Moore's finale with the Cowboys, um, how should he run his offense against the New York Giants? Is that that for me or McCray? Yeah. No. Go ahead, Church. Uh, for me, I say Kellen Moore. Look. <laughs> Jerry already said we got to slow this guy down because we want to save our defensive legs. Well, look, let, let unleash Kellen. Unleash Kellen on the New York Giants. All right? If he's as powerful as a play caller and he's as great as a play caller as Mr. Jones thinks, unleash it all. I want this game done by halftime. All right? I want to be able to click over to another game, see what else is going on, get this thing done by halftime. And to do that, 
to get it done by halftime, I think we got to I think we got to feature these receivers. Look, New York Giants, the strength of their defense is their defensive line and their linebackers. They got Blake Martinez there, um, Golden, who has a, who's had a pretty good season. Their strength is in that front seven. Their back seven struggles. They struggle immensely outside of James Bradbury, who's had a great season at corner. But other than that, they struggle. So I think we feature these three receivers, C.D. Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup. Cooper, they've already got this wave link with the red rifle going on these past three games. So keep it up. Unleash Kellen. Let these receivers go ham. Feature Zeke every now and then. And we should be over by halftime. And let's get focused on the playoff victory. Uh, he's still on it, man. He, he, he got it going out there to the offense. Let, let's speak realistically here now, okay? <laughs> Andy Dalton. All right, he's, he's, been, he's been playing well. All right, he's been playing well. I'm going to give him that. Uh, you need to play him the same way you've been doing it, all right? Don't try to do too much. Run the ball and get the ball to the receivers when you have a shot. Do not try to force anything. Do not try to force big plays. Make sure your scheme is trying to trick the uh, trick the defense, you know, catch them off guard. Do not have Andy Dalton going out here throwing the ball 50 times because you're trying to run something and show them what you're doing up there uh, trying to do at Boise State. Do not do that. That is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> what he should do is focus on Number 21, that fullback that Barry talked about. Make sure you get him 20 carries. Uh, make sure you here we make go. sure you get, make sure you get him over 100 yards. Make sure you let him set the tempo for that for that offense. And then you can feature. I'm not gonna say Amari Cooper because I've been screaming it all year and it's not gonna happen. So you can feature whatever receiver you want to besides Amari Cooper. And Church knows that the guy, you know, sometimes for away games are playing outside, he kind of disappears. So focus on whoever is gonna <laughs> help you help you make those big plays. But 21. 21 is the key to winning this game. By the way, um, you guys heard from your boy Mark Colombo since uh, Joe Judge ran out? Oh, hey, no <laughs> words. No words for Mark, man. Okay. All right. Just, just tell you, we're, keep, we're keeping it real goes wrong. The Mark Colombo version. Oh, just, uh, but get to a, get to a fight with the head coach and curse him out, call him a couple names, and next thing you know, gone. Going. Okay. That's what that's what that's what happened when you got money. That's what happened when you already got money, man. You you can take that risk. <laughs> you can go out there and cuss out the head coach when you are when you are when your pockets are already loaded. <laughs> That is a, that's okay. a that is a strange story, man. Just how that all went down. Like I, hey, but if you know Colombo, it ain't it ain't uh it ain't too strange, I guess. <laughs> I just say it's, it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> that's just who he is. But yeah. you know, you know, and it just didn't go over well. Joe, clearly, Joe Judge didn't. He wasn't buying it. So, and you know, Joe Judge wanted to bring in his guy. Jason brought in his guy. So that's a other portion of this thing here. So, all right. Uh, when we come back, we'll make predictions. And uh, I've got a question for Danny McRae. And I kind of think I know where this is going since he hadn't said anything about it. We'll do it next on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. 
Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys, and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. To the Players Lounge. Looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of over 30 restaurants at the Star District. For more information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dining options, visit thestardistrict.com. Final. Show of 2020 of the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. We are in our SWBC virtual uh, home studio, so we appreciate the folks from SWBC Mortgage for hooking us up. Also, the folks at Bose who gave us these great uh, headphones to use during the 2020. Appreciate that. Um, McCray, did you win the fantasy football championship? You you didn't say. (laughs) You left me hanging. You didn't. didn't, I kind of feel like I know where it's going. Kind of feel like I know where it's going. Listen, let, 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 listen. It's, it's, let, give me one minute, all right? So okay. I lost, okay? I lost, and it, it is all, it's, 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 it's all my fault. It's all my fault, all right? I started Drew Brees because Ben Roethlisberger had a bad game the previous week, and Ben Roethlisberger played much better than Drew Brees did, and then I took out Zerline because I didn't want to depend on the Cowboys too much. Those two players cost me to lose, by point three points, those two players. Point mm. three. If I if I start Big Ben and I start Zerline, I win the uh, fantasy football championship by point three. Instead, I lose. Drew Brees go out there throw a couple picks. Uh, Kamar somehow has they score fifty points and Drew Brees don't throw one touchdown because Kamar runs for six of them and Taysom Hill runs for another one. Makes absolutely no sense to me. But yeah, I'm salty about it. But I, I take my second place and, and, and next year I'll be ready to compete. $1,900 mistake right there. Uh, I don't know nothing Ooh. about that, church. Uh, I don't know nothing about no pots you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But okay. trying to HR all up in body. I don't know uh, <laughs> what he got going on. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, okay. okay. Like I said, I kind of I thought that you, you, you didn't say anything. So I, 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 the, the silence was sound. But um, yeah. you, 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 you played the right guy. I'm sorry. You, you had to play. I did. Please. You had I to. Did. That was the right play. You, I mean, what, what are the odds that they score 50 points and Drew Brees is not throwing at least two touchdowns in it? I mean, it's just you, you had to do it, man. You had to do it. So, um, yeah. 
I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about who I had in the game. All right? I don't feel bad about no. who I had in the game. I just feel bad that I had a chance with the people that were on my roster. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, man. Let's uh, go ahead and predict this game. All right. Let's go ahead. Uh, you know, I already know where you're going, Church, but just give me your final score. Dallas, what Giants? Uh, Dallas beat the Giants. But, you know, what's the score? Dallas, 27. Giants, 14. On to the wild card. And, okay, and then Washington lose. Okay, I got you. So you already predicting all this. I'm going. I'm going. Actually, a, a very highly competitive game that comes down to the last drive, uh, with the Red Rifle making some amazing plays. And who's going to be a star? A swing route to my man Ezekiel Elliott to shut up all the haters, the ones that saying that he he's not worth what he he's not playing up to his contract. And he, he, he scores the game with a touchdown. And my final score is 31 Dallas, 24 New York Giants. And who do you have winning Washington Philly? I still got Washington winning that game. If I, I, Listen, just like last week, I'm assuming that Alex Smith and, and McLaren are playing in this game. If, if somehow the you know the, you know the, one of them isn't playing, then, then Philly Philly has a, a very good chance of winning that. Ah, mistakes are being made. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> what you got, Dewey? 23-20, Cowboys win. Um, I'm, I'm with you, D-Mac. I think that we're going to see a competitive football game. The Giants, look, they, they're playing for a division championship, too. So I expect uh, this to be a good football game in the Northeast here to, to start uh, 2021. And I believe that... Washington will end up winning. I think that Scott Turner is going to just be a very have a very conservative game plan, and they're just going to allow their defense to win the football game. I just don't think Philadelphia's got enough guys, um, you know, who can go out here and get this thing done. I, ju- I just don't see it at the end. So, um, Cowboys get up seven, they'll end up seven and nine. Church will look good because he was right, and they went four in a row. But I just think Washington ends up getting this thing done, and uh, and, and there you go. What what makes you guys think this game is even going to be competitive? I just I just want to know like what what makes y'all think that I, the I, Giants I just said it. are going to put something they, out there just because they got a playoff chance like the hopes hopes and dreams? Oh, okay, so let me think about it. What you've just said about the Cowboys, you can say the exact same thing for the Giants. They're sitting up here playing for opportunity to win. They have to win this game. If you want to have a chance to win the division, you got to win the game. So you don't think that they're not going to come in and, and try and lay it down and, and, and play as hard as they can at home and not get swept by the Cowboys. And also, oh, by the way, in the back of their minds, they feel like they probably should have won against the Cowboys early in the year. So, man, I expect this team to come out here and fight. I mean, they can play hard, but do y'all think this is seriously going to be competitive? I mean, absolutely. I, you act like I, it wasn't competitive the first game. You know, if it wasn't for one, one special teams mistake that they made with a legal formation, we lose that game. So I mean, it's, it's not like it's not like we're head over heels better. And we had Dak Prescott that, that game as well. Time that was a it, long time ago. It was. Time ago. It was. And, 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 and don't forget, they were on the road before Daniel Jones got hurt. They haven't looked the same since he got back. The defense was playing well. You know, this will be his second week back, I think. So I, I think that they'll be ready for this game. I, I still think they'll lose, but I think it'll be highly competitive. Rivalry game. They're playing for, I mean, division rivals. They're playing for a chance to go to the playoffs. Last game of the season, everything's on the line. I just, I just don't see them coming out and laying the egg. All right. They have something to play for. And that's, and see, Church, here's the interesting thing. 
here you're you're betting on Philadelphia, who's got nothing to play for, to actually come out here and go beat Washington. But you but you say the Giants aren't going to give you any problem at all. That, that's an interesting take. That's that's interesting. Look, I, I, well, I ain't even talk about the theater. now. Philly and Washington that 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 scares me. That game is going to be competitive. That thing is going to that that scares me. Now, but but New York this 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 New York team. No, I ain't, I ain't worried about New York, man. This, this game will be over that, by that half. That doesn't man. make sense. That it'll that be over by half time, man. Absolutely not. Got, over by halftime. I don't get it. You'll be okay. over by halftime. So, so, so I was, I was talking to, to, to a, a friend of mine who played the league like you guys, a veteran, and I said, how afraid are guys of getting hurt in the final game of the season and possibly have to spend your offseason, you know, having some type of rehab or surgery? And this guy who's a former player said, uh, very much so. It's like, you know, yes. wanting to go out here and play He's like, man, if something is nagging, it, 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 now it's pulled. Now you can't go. He's like, you know, Philadelphia's got nothing to play for. Um, if you're Fletcher Cox, and, and I don't know what his status is, but, okay, you ain't 100%. You going out here, you playing? You stressing? For what? So, so Church, you're asking a football team that's already playing a bunch of hurt dudes and street free agents, you think they're going to rise up and beat a team who's we, got a shot to win the division? This. We talked about this, I think, yesterday or the day before. There's plenty for Philadelphia to play for. Jalen Hurts, he's trying to get that starting job next year. Fogum, there's so many guys on that roster right now. Offensive line is beat up. Who are trying to get contracts next year, who are trying to show that they don't need to be a part of this dumpster fire once they explode this whole team. So there's plenty of incentives for those young guys to go out there and play hard and get a victory. Plus, it's in Philadelphia, and they don't want nobody celebrating on their turf. I'm with the Eagles on this one. They're going to come out harder <laughs> than the Giants will. You, but you, you need all this to happen, so we got you. We, you need all this to happen, so I feel you, bro. You, you got, he needs it. We, we he all needs know it. He needs so, it. He needs it. I do need he's it. He's saying all this. I know. He's saying, he's, he's saying all this like they're not going out there and playing one of the top defenses in the league. Like, Fulgham. Fulgham needs it. You know, he needs it. Like, like he's not going out there he and playing against it. Washington. Like, this offensive line needs it. Like, they ain't going against Kerrigan get to chase you on. Yeah, they, they need it, too. They do <laughs> they need, need it, too. They, <laughs> they play for extra checks. <laughs> they McCray, need it. I don't, I, McCray, I'm not understanding how he's going to tell you, hey, Philly's going to come out here because they got something to play for and that yeah but the Giants are gonna come out here and lay it down. And, and, and <laughs> I didn't say they were gonna lay it down. I said the Giants are gonna come not, out here and play hard. But that doesn't matter. They can play as hard as they want to. <laughs> they just don't have what it takes to compete against the Cowboys. And I and I truly believe that. So I think it's gonna be done by halftime. No on the What's other different? instance the players what's different from the first time New York's good. What's okay. different from the first time we played as far as because, you know, like Ooh, now it sounds like they can't, they, they can't there's play. There's a lot this. different. There's a lot different. Um, this is a lot different team from back then when we played them. Okay, no okay, doubt. So, so, you right. No doubt. So, we're taking the ball away. I mean, we playing better red zone <laughs> defense. Andy Dalton's more efficient. I mean, it's. There's a lot of things different and, than uh, than the first. Andy Dalton right? wasn't out there. It was Dak Prescott. All right, listen, he, he, was, he <laughs> was. He was out there. He, he, he was. So, he, did, he did play. So let game. me ask you both. This. Uh, Here's a question for both of you. Both of you guys haven't played in the league. How hard is it to sweep a team during the season in your division and take that sweep in your own building on your home stadium? How tough is that? Yeah, go ahead, McCray. Uh, listen, 
Honestly, like that stuff to me, I, it doesn't really play into it. I, like when I'm out there on the field, I don't be thinking about home field advantage, thinking about the crowd. I'm thinking about going out there and trying to win the game. To me, that's that's all extra. Maybe you have an extra incentive before the game, and you could talk about it a little bit after. But when you out there on the field, you just give it 100 percent trying to win. Is it hard because teams may put give you a little bit of extra because they don't want to get swept? Maybe. Uh, but I mean, I, I think teams are going to go out there and play just as hard, no matter if they're getting swept or they're playing for whatever they plan for. They just going out there and trying to focus on being the best that they can. So I, I don't see it as a big deal. Yeah, to me, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think the only thing um, is the team that's getting swept. I mean, that's the only motivation they had. If, they, if that's their coaches are saying, look, man, we lost the first game. We don't want to go out here and get swept throughout the whole year from this division opponent, so we got to go out here and get this W. But the, the opponent that already got the victory against them, I don't think they're really thinking too much about sweeping them. They're just thinking about getting that W and, uh, and, and closing things out. Oh, hey, wait, wait, one moment. My, my bad, Church, you are correct. That's the game that that got hurt and Andy Dalton came in and, and won the game for us? Yeah, the Red Rifle. The power, oh, power. And you, and you, and he's power, he's power. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he he's the guy. That, that's what's different about the team. He's he's leading the helm for the whole game. So that's why we're gonna win. I got you. He better. Oh, no, no, no. I gave you two other examples. I gave you examples of playing better in the red zone. Examples of us taking the ball away ten times in three in three games when we had no no chance of taking the ball away early in the season. This defense. The biggest difference to me is this defense and kind of the wavelength Andy Dalton got is with his receivers right now. He's hitting them on all cylinders. I like it. I'll talk it up, baby. Talk it up. <laughs> Got us speak positive. positive into these things, man. <laughs> so, McCray, McCray, how do you like your steak cooked? Uh, you, hey, I wouldn't answer that. Listen, I wouldn't answer listen, that if I was. Listen, <laughs> that's what got you into this no, predicament now. <laughs> no, no, no matter no matter what happens, I will be eating the steak. So, I like my steak medium rare. Right? I like it medium uh, rare. Mm. Medium, you know, with a, oh. with a with a little with a little Bernays sauce. Yeah, what you, you like yours? Well done. I, I like my meat. You a well done like steak pink. eater? I like a little. I got oh. like a little pink in this middle. I like a little pink in the middle. He eat burger patties. I want to eat. Burger patties. I want to eat it cooked. So. <laughs> you may well go get get you some bread and some cheese and some lettuce and tomato <laughs> and put that put that well done steak in between there and some fries and eat it that way. All right, what are you talking about? Uh, oh man. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Ostrich style. You know, I put a little crab meat on there. Oh, get, some, uh, get some mashed potatoes. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to get it. Just because you're my boy, D Mac, I'm going to get a half a <laughs> half a lobster tail. Just make sure they got the heavy butter. Nah, listen. Also, listen. Nui owe me a meal, so I'm going to just transfer that meal over to church. You know, the difference. Louis, see what nigga says. The difference in this whole conversation is I owe Danny, a, a, you know, a, some food from a nice little, nice little Cajun's mom and pop spot. Okay, you guys should have been betting Nick and Sands is bougie stuff, a whole nother level. I can't even enter the conversation, man. Can't enter the conversation. I didn't even make a bet because I can't even afford nothing like that. So, so my little, oh, my, my, oh, little payoff to, my little payoff to. To, to you, McCray, fine. We didn't get over the two sisters. All good. All good. I can afford that. I can't can't deal with butterflies and and <laughs> crab sauce and brujnay. I ain't, and listen, I ain't gonna, and all that stuff. I ain't gonna call Nui out, man. But I 
I seen his whip. I know where he stay at. Uh, listen, I know what type of stuff. Nui be trying to listen. He be trying to play it down low. I got you, man. I understand. You already said you used to tear down Northwest Highway. It ain't cheap to be over there. It ain't cheap. We understand. <laughs> I, was right. single. So, I was so, single. I was single. I was single. I was single. Okay. As they say in the movie, Unforgiven. I ain't like that no more. I can't afford that kind of lifestyle no more. Cash, you hey, get three crazy. daughters like me. You can't afford anything like that. It don't even cross your <laughs> mind. So, Mike, I couldn't even. I couldn't even drive there. My memory won't even work there like that no more, man. So, no, no. I used. I used to. I'll tell you right now. I used to have money. Then I got married and I had three daughters. I don't. I don't have money no more. <laughs> I ain't listening to that, McCray. Look, look at his backdrop. You see his backdrop? Me, I just got a, little, a, little, a wall with a, with a painting. My bag got the whole shelf back there. Got books lined up all up. Man, I ain't believing none of that, Dewey, man. I He's not fooling us. He's not fooling us, man. I'm glad you brought that up because, all right, my wife's an interior designer, so she got a massive discount off this. Nah. As, far as, the, as far as the books go, because I'm a sportscaster, they send me a lot of free books. So I got a lot of books right here that I've never had to pay for that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so they're expensive. Must be nice. So I, I, you ask, I got reasons, baby. I'm trying to tell you, man. You know, illusions are good. All right, that Benz I had, <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy that. I didn't buy that new. That was that was a pre-owned Benz. It was a pre-owned wait, wait, wait. vehicle. So wait, 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 wait. Pre-owned, new. It don't matter. You got it. It's yours. It's yours. Oh, That's wait, all that matters. We don't care. Mm. <laughs> it took. He, he driving foreign. He driving foreign. <laughs> 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 I was born in Germany. Must be I was nice. Born in West Germany. I was born in West Germany, so it's not really foreign. It's not really foreign. You in America, that's foreign. foreign. You in America, that's foreign. I I got support support my peoples, man. Me and Dirk. Support the people. Support my people. Um, I love it, don't Don't get too wild tonight. You know, don't get too wild tonight. You know, you guys can do your own version of Nick and Sam's uh, before you actually go there. Um, Good luck to you, church. I'll see you Monday either way because you go you that stand up kind of guy. You know, you're gonna be that kind of guy. Stand up. We'll see you on Monday, right? Right? Yep. We, I, yeah, I'm gonna be I might have a whole Nostradamus outfit on for y'all. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we, we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna Negro Damas from now on. We're gonna go from Nostradamus to Negro Damas. Okay, that's we're gonna, gonna relabel it if you're right, okay? <laughs> okay, we're going to do it. Hey, Nostradamus, if you're right. If hey, not, you're going to be I'm Nostradamus, a- and we're going to have fun <laughs> as I sit around here. And I want pictures. I want I want pictures of, of McCray eating that steak uh, if you lose this thing. So, uh, fellas, oh, man. happy new year. Uh, 2020 was rocky, but it's been fun to do this show with you guys. Chris Beam, our producer, man, I can't tell you uh, how, how much you, you make sure this thing is on the rails and working all the time. And the stresses we put you through, man, we appreciate you. So happy new year to you and your family, to everyone who's checked us out through the year and told a friend about us, who's tweeted at us. Um, thank you. Thank you. This is a this is a fun show to do. And um, except I can't wait for tw- uh, 2021 because it just it, it has to get better. Lord willing, it does get better. So DMAC, appreciate <laughs> you, baby. Church, be well. Appreciate you. And um, hey. We all got the Cowboys winning this game here over the New York football Giants, and we'll watch Sunday Night Football and see exactly what happens between Philadelphia and Washington. I'm Newey Scruggs, the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, man. Get that Kool-Aid off the screen, church. <laughs> <laughs>
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.